everyone. Thanks for joining us for this challenge series called Heroes and Villains. In this series, we're looking at lesser known people in the Bible who made an impact on the world in either a positive or a negative way. The foundation verse for this series, Micah 6.8, which says, He has shown you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. So we're going to look at 12 different characters in this series. Mm -hmm. The first four who act justly or very evil. The second four, they love mercy or they take revenge. And the final four will choose to either walk humbly with God or they'll yeah. be consumed with pride. Our goal in this series is to learn through their examples, both good and bad, how to be a better disciple of Jesus. So if you're ready, let's dive in. Welcome back to our Heroes and Villains series. We're in the middle of our final topic, those who rose in pride or walked in humility. This week, we're gonna talk about one of my favorite people, the prophet Samuel. We can find his story beginning in 1 Samuel chapter one and continuing through chapter 25. Samuel's life began with a bang. He was the product of a miracle. His mother was unable to have children and she was constantly being ridiculed and put down by her husband's other wife. One day, when she was at the temple, she was so overwhelmed by the situation that she stood up and began to pray to God for help. Eli the priest saw her and he thought that she was drunk. But when he realized that she was praying and when he saw her grief, he said, go in peace and may the God of Israel grant you what you have asked him for. Samuel was born not long after that, and when he was weaned, his mother Hannah brought him to the temple as promised, and she dedicated him to the Lord. From that time on, Samuel lived in the house of God. He wasn't just dedicated to God, he was also called by God to be a prophet and a leader. As Samuel grew, he learned about serving God from Eli, but he also studied God's word. The Bible records that the Lord continued to appear at Shiloh, and there he revealed himself to Samuel through his word. Through his word, Samuel learned about God's character. And when the time came for Samuel to lead, he led the people well. God was with Samuel, and he blessed him as a prophet and the judge over Israel for many years. But when fear arose from the oppression of the king of Ammon, the Israelites began to ask for a king. They wanted someone strong and intimidating to defend them. Now, this could have been a place for Samuel to get defensive, to remind the people of his accomplishments, his miracle birth, his calling. But instead, Samuel prayed. And this is what the Lord told him. He said, listen to all that the people are saying to you. It is not you that they have rejected, but they have rejected me as their king. As they have done from the day that I brought them up out of Egypt, even until this day, forsaking me and serving other gods. So they are doing this to you as well. Samuel humbled himself that day and he decided to give them a king. He anointed Saul as the new king, and in his farewell speech, this is what he said to the Israelites. As for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by failing to pray for you, and I will teach you the way that is good and right. Once again, Samuel kept to his word. 
He was there for Saul, guiding and leading him as he led the people. When Saul disobeyed God's command, Samuel could have retorted with, see, I told you so, but instead he guided Israel to find a new king. To his dying day, Samuel walked humbly with God. He faithfully served God and Israel, and he continued to protect and mentor David as the new king. So Samuel, let me just tell you, I know you do. And let me be honest, and I think that I can probably speak for anybody who's been around church culture for any amount of time. Samuel's one Mm -hmm. of those heroes of the faith that you learned about, you knew about, you you just the story of everything from his mom to David. But Mm -hmm. it wasn't until we really started studying it that I realized that Samuel's journey was from the back seat. Like he wasn't a front leader the whole time. And I, I think I always just saw him as a front leader. Mm-hmm. And then you see his story and you're just like, oh my goodness, it's so different than what I thought. Yeah. So I have a couple things that um, I want to unpack and I won't take forever. Um, but the first one is people don't always recognize the call of God on your life. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean there's not a call. Yeah. Exactly. And so I I challenge you on this, that if you feel like the Lord is putting something, has put something on your heart and other people aren't seeing it, instead of trying to convince them, take it back to God. And yeah. if the Lord continues to light that fire and continues to push you, then your validation is from the Lord, not people. That's easier said than done. I understand that. I mean, I really understand that. But yeah. it it's still so necessary that just because people aren't seeing it. And you know what? Sometimes it's people that we love and people that we're close to and people that yeah. we so value their opinion. And they don't always see that call on us. And that's yeah. that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. It's okay, but it's hard. It's hard, but that's okay. And it's it's okay when you're okay with it, right? When you're not okay with it, we find ourselves just kind of in neutral, not moving forward. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's getting the idea that, you know what, I'm going to keep moving no matter what. Which the second part is, even after God positions you, people will not always value you. They may value what you bring to the table, but they don't always value you. And we, as human beings, long for... Um, people to value us and to see worth in us. And mm-hmm. I think that when you look at Samuel's life, Samuel led well, is what the Bible says. Yeah. They valued what Samuel brought to the table, but they didn't value Samuel as the, the man called and anointed and appointed by God. And mm-hmm. that means that if somebody's valuing what you bring to the table, but they don't necessarily value you, then you can be replaced in people's eyes. That is not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them. You can't take that personal, which again, so much easier said than done. Yeah. But that's what God, that's what God reminded Samuel of. Yes. Saying, hey, they're not rejecting you. They're really rejecting me. They're rejecting me. Because right. and they, they're they're doing the same thing they've done since the day they came out of Egypt. Right, right. And I think that that I mean this is one of those things that I don't know that anybody just tackles this and figures it out. I think it's a thing that we have to work through our mm-hmm. whole life yeah. because we're human and we want we want 
community and we want community to believe in us and we want community to always have our back. And I'm not saying that we don't have that. I mean, I know we have that yeah. and hopefully you have that, but even still there are moments or there are people that just don't see it, but that doesn't mean that it's not there. Right. And then, um, I love this. Uh, when we choose to do the right thing, we will always have pushback and, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. He was doing what's right, and they wanted something different. They wanted, they pushed back, going, well, no, we want a king. We want Saul. Yeah. And I think a lot of that, when you study this out, and I encourage you to do so, um, a lot of what they wanted was a visual presence. They had an idea yeah. in their mind of what they right. needed as a leader instead of trusting right. God. Sure. And so when you're doing the right thing, you're going to have pushback. You just are mm-hmm. in, in your life. Okay. And then I love how you see how Samuel found his direction, his peace and his purpose from God. And so when he was rejected and essentially that's what happened, they, they rejected him. And right. yeah. instead of trying to convince them, Hey, no, let me, please. Like you said, instead of reminding them or whatever, yeah. he went straight back to the source. He yeah. was went right back to the word. He went right back into prayer and he went back to get his validation from his creator. Mm-hmm. And um and because of that, you know, he stayed humble. Humility comes from time in the presence of God. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we're all honest, um the areas in our life where we're not humble, it's because we believe more in us. And we want people right. to believe in us. Yeah. Or we believe in what other people say about us more than we believe what God says about right. us. And we should totally believe in ourselves, but we should believe in the fact that the call on our life, the purpose in our life was designed and created by God. And if you've had parents, if you've had friends, if you've had spouses, if you've had loved ones that have just walked out of your life, that doesn't mean that you no longer have value. Mm-hmm. That just because things in your life have failed, God hasn't failed. And so it's going back to that source and saying, you haven't failed me. Yeah. You know? Right. And so, right. okay. So I, I thought a little bit about this challenge and tell me what you think about this. Okay. Um, for each and every single one of us to find a place in our life. Um, and this is hard because a place in your life where you want to be recognized. Like, I want people to see the work I did to get here. I want people to see the the sacrifice I made to have this. I want people to see the amount of money I make because, you know, whatever it is. And at whatever the place is that you want to be recognized. And let's be honest, we all have it. We all have yeah, that, sure. you know, you, you feels good to, yes. for people to recognize us. You do something well. You want people to say great job. You know, mm-hmm. if you, if you give a great speech or a great sermon or write a great paper, you want accolades. If you buy the yeah. greatest gift and it's, and at Christmas, you want them to go crazy, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. um, whatever it is that you're wanting people to recognize you for, I, I just encourage you to stop and evaluate your heart and say, why? And do what Samuel did. Go back to the word. Go back to prayer. 
Go back to God. Because Samuel was able to continuously to the end of his life operate from the back seat. Mm -hmm. God called and, and appointed him to be the leader and because of the people, God said, well, we're still going to do what we need to do, but you're, we're going to do it from right here. And, you know, all these years later, nobody's talking about the great leader of Saul, but they do talk about the great leader of Samuel. Yeah. And so I just, I think the challenge needs to be evaluate yourself. Where is it that I'm wanting buy-in from people? Why do I want the buy-in? Why do I want... Um, people to accept and and believe in and support and am I okay with going to God and letting him yeah. be that fulfillment in yeah. my life yeah and what if it what if you never get that right you know, are you okay with that right what if you there are people like I, I you know I know people that they're they've had a dad walk out of their life and they've had to forgive that dad who never came back and never mm-hmm. said I'm sorry like yeah. we've that humility and that peace really comes from going, wait a minute, where does my identity come from? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the challenge. I mean, it's a huge challenge for me. I know that's yeah. right. So yeah. anyway, that's, I think it's going to be good. And you know, and if in your process, if you have people in your groups that you are meeting with, that you feel comfortable and safe talking to, I want to encourage you. This is something really healthy to process out with other people to say, look, can I just be honest? This yeah. is some stuff I'm working through. So if you have that, I encourage you to do that. Yeah. And if you yeah. don't, and if you need, we're always available. You can Absolutely. reach out to us anytime. Absolutely. Absolutely. Can I add one little thing well, to what no, you said? No, of course. <laughs> well, no, because we talked about this before, but we talked about the, the, the verse in there where it's where, where um, Samuel read the word, where he learned God's character right. from the word. And I think that that's important too, that sometimes when we're struggling, when we're struggling with, with like, I want to be recognized or I want to be this or I want to be that, Samuel found himself in the word. He found his identity there. Yeah. Right. And that's what gave him the confidence. Not from somebody else's interpretation of the word. No. Right. And there's nothing wrong with sitting in a good church and getting a good solid sermon, but nothing can combat your personal time in the word and letting mm-hmm. God say, this is your identity. This yeah. is who I said you are. This is what my plan is. Not everybody else. Right. You, absolutely, me, you. And yeah. I, I love that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're struggling with it, you know, spend some more time in the word. Yeah. I think that will help a lot. For sure. So, Anyways, we love you guys, and we'll see you again next week. That's right.